Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I am honored to be here coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. It is October 5th, 2020, and we have two special guests on the line today. We have Christina Lihachanu, the sales manager of Terra Exports in their Europe division, who has only been in the produce industry for four years, but comes from logistics, speaks five languages, and handles all the sourcing in and out of Europe with a collective team within Terra Exports. Our second guest, if you don't know him, Dan Avakian from Fresh Experts, or as I know him as, Dan the Produce Man. And guess what? He is the Produce Man. If you've checked out his YouTube videos or any of the other things he does with Guido the Gardener, you will know that Dan is the Produce Man. Now, Dan has served the produce industry since 1976, gaining extensive experience in several faucets of the industry, meeting a lot of great people, and establishing long-lasting relationships because that is what the produce industry is about. Relationships, relationships, relationships. And speaking of relationships, the Produce Industry Podcast has teamed up with Indianapolis Fruit Company that are going to start representing their weekend winners on the Produce Industry Podcast. So that's right. The YouTube videos that you're seeing from Indianapolis Fruit Company are going to become live every Monday on the podcast, and we look forward to having them on. So let's get Christina on the line to talk a little bit more about Terra Exports. Hey, Christina, welcome to the show today. Hey, Patrick. Thank you very much for the invitation. I am very proud and enthusiastic to be here with you. I, I'm glad you're here. You know, I'm happy that Terra Exports is a fancy partner of the Produce Industry Podcast. And when Niels and I got together, we said, we're going to be as the craziness and difference of cultures that we have over at Terra Exports, we are going to bring to the podcast. And what I mean by that, there is over, I believe, 26 countries represented of different nationalities at Terra Export. So we are going to have someone different on the line or on the show every single month. And now we have Christina here who uh, is based in Italy, right? Correct. I'm based in Italy. And you are Romanian is what you told me. Indeed. I am Romanian. And uh, yes, I guess this is one of the most amazing things in 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 the company and also the having the occasion to be here because uh, we are indeed a multicultural uh, we have a multicultural environment everybody has uh, his own culture is coming from a place probably with mixed families created I mean like having different um, different parents from different uh, countries or people that have changed their countries so we are all having a very quite important background into multiculturality from different reasons. Um, yeah. Well, and that's the produce industry, right? I mean, the produce and supply chain industry is growers from different regions all over the world uh, trading produce. I mean, even if you think of the U.S. where I'm located, a lot of the farmers that started in the 1800s were immigrant farmers from where? Italy. I mean, one of the companies that my dad partnered with in the early 2000s uh, their heritage was from Sicily, Italy. So um, I think that culture 
is always been ingrained in the produce and supply chain industry. And again, I mean, I think it's very cool what Terra Exports is doing. We had Yulia on the line. She was from Russia, um, but obviously located in Miami, Florida. Um, then yourself and then Nils. I mean, we, everybody's from a different country and I can't wait to explore more with Terra Exports. Um, but more importantly, you're in Italy. I mean, you're probably in this beautiful area because every time I think of Italy, I'm thinking of like, you know, Lake Como or an area like that. You know, my uncle visits there and I'm just like, oh, I wish I could, I wish I could get over there. You know, I mean, what part of the, of Italy are you in? Well, I live in Puglia, which is, is definitely one of the most beautiful regions in uh, in Italy. Um, it is a region of the best beaches, the most clearful water, and also a region of uh, fresh produces because it's the main produ uh, producer of grapes, for example, uh, in here and lots of vegetables during the winter because we have a very mild winter. Uh, and yeah, definitely this was one of the reasons I have chosen to, to come and live here. One of them. <laughs> One of them. Is, is the wine another reason? I'm just, I mean, I'm just saying. No. Uh, actually, my boyfriend is Italian. He's from here. And I came to live here four years ago. And um, let's say that has been a decision between going both of us in Bucharest and continuing living in a city, in a capital, with all what that means. Or then deciding to come over here and i took this decision after two weeks of holidays honestly staying by oh. the sea during the summer and i said you know what i think i'm going to take my chance hey <laughs> and, you know what that's uh, a good spot starting from there yeah actually uh has been like a sort of plan let's say uh not a real plan made like i'm going to go in the week of september but has been something that has been growing in my head and in the end i said this is the moment to do it and i'm very happy having it done i i really i really love this country and everything that it represents i continue to love mine of course romania is the best one for me and it's going <laughs> to be forever but uh i cannot not admit that uh, the conditions of life uh in all its meanings it's totally different and the most important thing for me at least is the climate the weather Oh man, I, I can I can imagine when I moved from California to Tampa, and I, I'm living by the beach. It's like a whole different scenery. So I completely agree with you. And you know what? We could probably talk all day about the sceneries of of where we live. I mean, I, I tell you, I used to live in the Central Valley of California, which I still love to this day. But we were surrounded in a small town of oranges and almonds, and now it's like. I can look out my window and see the water and I'm just like, oh, it's so awesome. But like I said, we can chat about that all day long. But more importantly, I mean, you're handling the Europe division for Terra Exports. You're the sales manager in this region. I mean, you're handling everything from avocados, I mean, grapes, apples, blueberries, all these different things from different countries. I mean, can you talk about that a little bit? Because I mean, I've, I've listen, I haven't. Um, I've had people that I've worked with that have sold to Europe, sold into like, you know, the guys like Tesco and those big guys, but I don't even know what's, what goes on in there. And you've talked to me off the mic about you sourcing in country and out of country. So I want to learn more about that. Oh, well, that is correct. Let's say that um, Europe is considered sometimes to be a whole no, uh, European Union, all the countries, mostly with the same whatever uh, requirements in the quality 
quality of the fruit or the type of the product they are using. But at the end of the day, this is totally different because uh, like we were discussing previously, not the culture, it's anyway uh, spread between different countries. And so we are basically, um, yes, the idea is that we are selling to different countries in, in Europe and we are focused on centralization, some markets, let's say, Northern European countries, UK and Ireland, Baltics countries, Central European countries, Eastern European countries, or Southern European countries. And each of them has their own uh, particularities in the typology of the fruit they are using or their habits of buying in the same time. Um, on the other hand, our intention, of course, is to being uh, a multinational company and having uh, the teams spread over all over the world and having the possibility to bring to the to our customers the whatever products they need from any remote place they can imagine or not uh, our focus of course is to keep the supply like 12 months a year continuously to our customers so this is my main purpose in here is um, following the production the seasonability of the product from the, from the northern to the southern hemisphere, going from one production place to the other one. And of course, when the time is coming for Europe to be in season, then that is the moment where we attack mostly the uh, European production for the same customers in Europe. Um, I am personally handling the sales into Europe only, but inside the division, we have... Um, uh, Ludmila that is handling, for example, the sales to Asia and Middle East. So basically we are having also an export. We are doing European products by air or by sea to any other uh, country around the world. Of course, special, uh, especially are going to Asian and Middle East countries. But this is something that we are developing every day more and more. Um, we are having lately in the last years, we are developing a lot of exports from, um, from Europe to South America, for example. And this is something that we are looking further to develop every single day, getting to a point where all the products can run from one division to the other one continuously, um, like for the summer and the winter fruits based on the, where the countries are established because in the end the same season it's the opposite in another place of the world this thing being said of course uh we are handling with different type of products most of them of course uh, we are quite focused on the grapes we are quite focused on the apples and pears we work a lot with kiwis um avocado it is one of the main products of the company so of course it is something that we are uh, also uh, getting further and developing day by day into Europe as well. Having and covering both uh, type of business, one where we are arranging for our customers, their import programs for the, those customers that are buying on weekly basis in large volume, large quantity of, of fruit. And in the same time, we are also covering a part of trading, basically uh, buying and selling different products, uh, especially the avocado, but not only from the fruit that has been already imported to other type of customers that even are having a gap of fruit or they don't afford to make huge programs of receiving containers quickly.
Yeah. And in this way, uh, we are able to get to different kind of customers and be always with the fruit and with the products ready to, to deliver and to serve them. You know, and you, and you said it too. I mean, you've got a team and division that are, you know, thousands of miles away and you're working together because, I mean, you guys pull avocados from, I mean, from America, but you I mean, in Mexico, Colombia, Peru, Chile, you know, Africa, a lot of different places. So it takes a team to be able to do that. And then I want to go back because this, this whole produce industry is about relationships. And, you know, you said it, being able to pick up and move to Italy and being able to still uh, survive, right, as I say in this industry, because sometimes when you move, people are like, wait, are they that close to the ground anymore? Same thing when I moved from California to Florida. People are like, what? What are you doing, right? So I, I think that's incredible. And I think um, that's one of the service and benefits of, of what Terra Exports is doing by collaborating actively between your customers, your divisions, your vendors. It, you know, it's making a totally in-sync team right that's kind of vertically integrated um and i and i see that just talking to you i, I hear i hear it in your voice and i hear the passion and, and it's crazy because i i i used to work for a fortune 500 company and they opened my eyes up to a lot of different things right like i was like wait why are we air freighting why aren't you just putting this on a container and in this that you know and i started to realize there's a lot of different customers out there with a lot of different specific needs and expectations um, air freight versus, you know, ocean freight, but you know, all types of things as well. So I do, I think it's interesting what Terra Exports is doing. Um, what's the expansion look like? Is there a, is there a plan for the future for the Europe division? Well, uh, of course it is like we are uh, very driven to uh, grow. And this is one of the most amazing part of what Terra Exports is doing based of what one what you were saying previously, that um, having all these people spread around the world is helping each of us to not only treat with our direct customer, and sorry for answering from one thing to the other one, but I just wanted to uh, emphasize a little bit what you were saying before, because um, basically we are able to get in what I mean, I am, let's speak about how I am feeling this. For example, I am able to get the experience and the every notions and information and advices that my colleagues from all over the other places are having and situations that they, they have already met or even not. So basically we are, it's different when, for example, you are Italian and you buy only from Italy. And then when you want to sell to wherever South America, probably you are going to find some issues or not with the persons you are going to, um, to, to have a collaboration because it is very important to understand also the mind of the people and culture many times speaks about it. So this is something that we are uh, definitely increasing a lot our value in our jobs every day because we are on the place from where in every single place where the fruit is coming out. Um, and this is amazing. Of course, uh, speaking about plants of uh, growing up, because this is what uh, definitely characterizes us a lot, is that we are always looking to make more. If today I did one, tomorrow I need to make three. And by the end of the week needs to be seven or 10 or 14, whatever. We have very clear targets, personal, division, um, company-based. mentality. 
they exactly uh, from daily to weekly to monthly so uh, definitely for this uh, for this year for example we are aiming to touch the our goal of uh, 10 million euros and uh, we are looking forward for a growth of at least 25% if not even more year by year of course all this comes with a plan all this comes always with uh, a massive willing to do more uh, i have been i remember at the beginning of the year probably i have been changing my plan and my target uh, been two weeks with more than two two millions because i was like two million euros because i knew i was i am going to work on this program as well i am going to have uh whatever we are going to have the blueberries imported from south america so definitely you are trying and you are seeing in all the plants you are doing an increase and you are having the ideas and everything that you have done for example in the past and the way you are going to improve it and where do you want to improve it and how much and this is where we are aiming to get every day improving and growing improving and growing and that's how, and that's how it should be, right? Improving and growing, impact, execute, engage, strategy, all, all of the words. Uh, listen, Christina, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. And if anybody wants to get a hold of you and reach out to you, how can they go about doing that? Well, um, we are uh, definitely quite active on LinkedIn and my profile is open and everybody can, can find me as well as their export website or or, um, we are always available on WhatsApp, on our emails. Basically, it is something that we are doing continuously. Being on different time zones, we need to discuss always, and we are always having information turning around. So basically, uh, I am everywhere. Awesome. I love it. So thank you so much for coming on the show, Christina, and thank you, Terra Exports, for being a fancy partner on the Produce Industry Podcast. Thank you very much for, much for inviting, Patrick. It has been really a very big pleasure for me as well to, to speak with you and looking further to hear all the other podcasts you are going to, to record. It's very, very interesting, this thing. It's always great to hear from our sponsors, Terra Exports. Christina, was a pleasure to have on the show. Now, let's hear from Indianapolis Fruit Company on our weekend winners and then Ag Tools, our choice partner. Then we have our featured guest, Dan, the produce man. All right, produce people. Item number one, we got some Michigan apple double trouble to get this week started off. We got some three pound bags of the red delicious and the golden delicious, okay? Great new crop product, absolute must haves for the department this weekend. We got the golden delicious coming from our friends at North Bay. We got the red delicious coming from our friends at River Ridge. Make sure you get these into your sets. They should be awesome for those bagged apple color breaks you're looking for. Make sure you put some signage out there with these apples and make sure your customers know they're new crop and they're coming fresh out of the state of Michigan. Are you ready to enhance your skills? Every day we are tasked to make fast, effective decisions to keep up with the fast-paced produce industry. At Ag Tools, we take the pressure off of gathering data to help make your day easier and more enjoyable. Connecting the supply chain with Ag Tools is unique, practical, and easy. Ag Tools can be used from multiple angles of the produce industry, from farmers all the way to logistics companies. We call that 360-degree decision-making day after day. Visit www.ag.tools.com to gain more reliable and relevant data to see more, achieve more. And now, 
back to our show. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. It is so great to hear from some of our sponsors, as well as some of these true weekend winners. So go ahead and check out some of those apples from River Ridge and North Bay Produce. Now, without further ado, let's get Dan, the Produce Man of Vakian, on the line. Hey, Dan, welcome to the show today. Patrick, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. No, 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 you stop. This is Dan, the produce man. I'm excited to have you on the show today. You know, I've been watching your YouTube videos for a very long time. I call you a part of my YouTube shows because I've got a few shows like Let's Play Through, uh, Dan, the produce man, and a few others that I watch throughout the week. But you are one of them that I follow. And I appreciate that what you do for in the industry because I remember the first time, and I believe it was on Instagram, that I watched you cut open a peach and slurp that thing down. I mean, the sound <laughs> on that, I mean, everything about it was like, I want a peach right now. I mean, you did a great job on it. Well, you know, that's how to do it. You know, if, you, if you're going to show an, an item, you want the crunch or you want the, the, the juiciness or whatever it is of the item to get right in there. And uh, that puts the point across real well. A hundred percent. I mean, and that's the goal when you're doing YouTube videos, when you're on Instagram live, I mean, you want to get that point across. I remember I did a, uh, an apple taste off on my YouTube show and I remember biting into, I think it was the honey crisp, but it was like, and it like the juice like threw out of my mouth and it made me like stutter when I was talking. I was like, Oh my God, I bit my lip. But, but that's like, that's what you want. Right. I mean, that's what you want out of an apple. That's what you want. So um, Dan, I appreciate you coming on the show today, man. It's been a, it's been a long time in the works making this happen. And uh, I'm just glad to have Dan, the produce man uh, on the produce industry podcast today. Well, you're too kind. I'm happy to be here. You know, one quick thing about uh, biting into a piece of fruit on video is I did it with some grapes one time and these were late season Thompson grapes. So they're full sugar. I bit in the grapes, that sugar hits the back of the throat and there goes your voice for at least, you know, five minutes. <laughs> it's just, it, you know, when you bite in this piece of fruit so sweet that the sugar hits the back of your throat and it changes it. hundred percent, hundred percent. It's uh, my brother said this when we were kids, um, we used to eat gushers when we were kids and you remember those little gushers, those little fruit <laughs> yes. snacks, but my brother, right. he like, he quit eating them because of that specific reason he goes man he goes i almost died one day eating a gush I go, what do you mean? because i popped it in my mouth and that juice <laughs> squirted the back of my throat and he goes and i thought i was gonna die he goes i was joking <laughs> and so it, it kind of makes me think about that but you are 100 percent right if you get a crispy grape i mean it, i mean trust me i know exactly what you're talking about i mean uh, exactly it's, it's like explodes explodes in your mouth so um, 100% agree on that. Well, Dan, listen, it, it's, it's COVID-19 uh, COVID time, right? As I say, we've got a lot of things that are happening um, within the produce industry and supply chain, but we want to talk a lot of positive today, right? I mean, we've been talking on and off the mic about some of the products that we've been using more of. So, you know, we want to talk like I said, positive. We want to talk about what's been happening during COVID. What kind of items has Dan, the produce man, been using? I've seen them on your, on your YouTube show. So I suggest to any of our listeners, if you haven't checked out um, Dan, the produce man's YouTube channel, please check that out today. But Dan, talk to me a little bit about some of your favorites um, that you had during this COVID-19 
um, I would say pandemic and what have been some of your go-tos on produce? Okay. Well, first of all, I'm not a huge fan of COVID and, uh, <laughs> and I don't think anyone else is either, <laughs> but, uh, Jack? Yeah, you know, when, when it first started, um, I do this every year anyway. I like to keep my immune system up. Uh, I do use supplements, but I juiced a lot, a lot of juicing. And I'm still, I still juice. But during uh, the early parts of Corona, I was juicing a lot more. Today, I juice once a day. But at that point, it was three times a day. And it's mainly, you know, a green juice. So something like uh, an all organic as well. All organic, bunch spinach. Not the baby spinach because it doesn't juice very well, but bunch spinach because it has the le- the roots and the bigger leaves will juice well. Dino or curly care, kale, uh, chard, celery, collards, cabbage, bell pepper, cucumber, parsley, and of course some ginger. And uh, that just really does it. And then for a red juice, uh, a, a red cabbage, and I use cabbage because it sweetens it up. Uh, that way you don't have to put any fruit in it for folks who don't want to have the fruit sugars. But with a red juice, I do actually put some fruit in there. Uh, Cabbage, red cabbage, red beets with the greens, cactus pears, that makes it a little thick, strawberries, radicchio, ginger again, pomegranates, red chard, red kale, and and if you want, carrots with with the green. And those two juices right there just boost the immune system like you wouldn't believe. There's all kinds of antioxidants. Um, Is this like a daily that you're doing or just like, is this, you've noticed more of a habit when you're getting your, your products, you're, you're juicing more just because you're more at home, you're using more of these items or is it becoming, or has it been in your routine and it's becoming more in your routine because of COVID? Well, I did, I did a great juice cleanse a couple of years ago. And I started in April and I ended it. When I say ended it means I I still did the juice, but I started eating the solid foods again. I did that uh, from April till about July of 2017. And I lost a lot of weight and just felt incredibly just vitality. I mean, I, shoot, I, was, I felt like Superman. It was great. Uh, but during coronavirus, my warning to people, and I did put up a short video, uh, on my YouTube channel about don't let this period of time, it's so easy being locked down in your house to turn to comfort foods. So don't let this time become something where you just start eating a lot of junk foods and make sure you've get your fruits and vegetables in there and make sure that they're they're in abundance in most of your meal because once you you can once you trade that in other words let's see what I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to think of the words once you change your diet because it's convenient and you're you know, you're quarantined in your house to more comfort foods and junk foods then you're going to be treating something more than coronavirus if you get it. You're going to be treating illnesses and sicknesses later on in life. And, and that's the one thing that I like to push is the enjoyment of fresh fruits and vegetables first. And then the nutrition, I believe, will naturally follow if people really get in there, experiment, and just try everything out, everything. If you, if you hadn't had it before, if you're a 
if there's a consumer that sticks to just these things, these certain things, I only have, you know, apples and I do some pears and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Expand, man. Try it all because you never know what you're going to like and love. And it's just so good for you. Yeah. And you got to try some new things during COVID and, and all the time. And I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day. And it is, it's so easy to go grab that gushers pack, right? Because if you're doing something, you just grab a, a quick snack. But I, I've noticed that like my wife and I, we've been grabbing more fresh fruits and vegetables. Like we were cutting up strawberries the other day. I always have mini watermelons in the house because one, the kids love to cut them and it's easy for them to handle versus, you know, a big, a big watermelon, right? Sure. As, um, so there's a lot of things that, that we're used to on a daily basis too. And then and you're right. It's great for immunity. It's great for your body overall. I mean, eat, eating fruits, vegetables is the best thing to do so you don't have to take all those vitamins. And even though, yes, the vitamins are also a good supplement to take, um, it's not a replacement. I mean, you know, vitamin C pill, yes, I get it. Compared to a piece of citrus, a California navel, I mean, Dan, am I right? I mean, I'd rather have oh, a yeah. California navel any day. Than, than have a, um, an airborne or, you know what I mean, a vitamin C deficiency pill, right? Absolutely. No, you can't beat the navels from California, especially up in the foothills of Porterville where they grow those um, heirloom navels. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Absolutely yeah. fantastic. So and we got to give a shout out to Mike Chavez as well. He's a grower, a Golden Star Citrus up in Woodlake, California. And then he's got over in Cutler Rossi. We know in that Reedley area, there's a lot of... Oh, yes over in that Reedley Cutler Rossi area as well too. So shout out to, to Mike Chavez for, for growing, packing and shipping citrus. So, um, you know, it, what's crazy, Dan, is that, you know, I've seen so many changes and even myself, I mean, as we, as we've gone through, you know, four months of, of COVID, there's still a lot of positive out of this and, and it shows more positive attitudes when people have fresh produce in their diets. Um, I believe it to be true. I think there's a lot of studies on it because the more you eat healthy, the more your body feels healthy, you're not tired, you don't have those extra aches and pains. It doesn't cure the sickness, but what it does is it helps your body fight off of it. So I, I think that's uh, another thing that, again, I know you promote a lot of as well, being healthy mindset, positive, and it's hard, man. I mean, during COVID, it is just tough to be positive at, at this point. And there's everything that's happening, right? everything's happening. But as I told someone the other day, it's like, stop looking at the glass as half full or, or half empty. This is COVID. The glass is overflowing at this point. You know, you just got to start grabbing and going and making change and adapting and figuring out your new routine and, and really how to, how to do it, man. I mean, I've seen, I've seen so many people in this, in this, uh, in this industry just up in arms or saying, this is the best it's ever been. It's just, it's crazy. Well, you know, Patrick, that, that's true. I, I agree with you. You know, there have been studies, one in Australia, and I believe the other one in the UK, where they studied several people. I don't have the exact amounts in front of me, but the, the study results are that people who do eat, more fruits and vegetables and have them in their diets on a daily basis are more optimistic. They are more positive. They're actually more happy and for all the reasons that you, that you mentioned, the vitality that gets into the system and the whole bit. And, and on top of it, the psychology of feeling better 
about themselves for eating the fresh fruits and vegetables. So those are absolutely, uh, I even touched on it in, in my COVID video on my, on my YouTube channel. Those, I was going to say, I remember watching that. Yeah, it's an absolute true fact. So folks, eat your fruits and vegetables. And those of you in the industry who don't, man, you better start eating your product. Start Add it in, that's for sure. Because I was going to say, if, listen, I am the number one customer when it comes to produce in our industry. I, you know what I mean? It's like, sure. I, I, I say that because I buy produce every week. I mean, if you, if you were to come into my house, I'm telling you, I mean, we always have produce in our house. So I, I definitely agree. If you're in the produce and supply chain industry and you're, uh, you're on the front right now, you better get you. You better learn right now because you better start buying some produce. You better start telling your friends and family how good these pineapples are, these apples are, these grapes are. Everything. We better see this at your next birthday party. I'm telling you right now. We're Dan, the produce man, and I will find out if you are not getting on your produce, produce people. So, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely agree with agree with you on that. But let's get into the next era of things, right? And I say that because YouTube is not used at the level it should be in the produce and supply chain industry. You have a great YouTube channel. I know a lot of other people out there that have good YouTube channels. I know that there's, um, Lori Taylor's got a YouTube channel, The Produce Moms. You've got The Produce Nerd, um, The Produce Geek, uh, Dan The Produce Man. Um, you've got you know Mission Avocados. You've got The New York Produce Show. There's a couple of them that are out there, right? But they're not being utilized in the way to connect with our industry. Now, you, have done a good job. And trust me, I've seen it because I've heard references. I've checked, I've done my background on you, Dan. I called a couple people. I was like, do you know this guy? Do you know this guy, Dan? I need some, he's going to be on the show and I need a full background check on this guy. <laughs> no. Darn right. Um, but no, seriously, I mean, you've got a cool new series coming up on YouTube. It's going to be a weekly series with an old produce pal of yours. Um, I believe it's Guido the Gardener. I, I want you to talk a little about that and what's going to be happening on there. Well, it's interesting. You know, it, we did the Produce Pair radio show, and that's P-A-I-R, a pair of produce guys. We did that show in the late late 90s and uh, early 2000s, and we had a good response. And then we did some television, local television on Channel 2 here in the Bay Area, and uh, we, we even flown to New York to be on CBS TV um, in different uh, and we're guests on other radio shows and uh, TV stations as well, promoting produce. And so when I bought the store and I bought the old store that I actually started working at when I was 15 years old, the, the same exact store, I moved all over the produce industry and then ended up right back where I started. And I bought that store. And I just said, you know, I'm going to take my radio experience and my television experience, and I'm going to make quick videos here just for the folks to come on down and buy what we have at the store. So I started doing it. And then we started getting, started getting good responses, a lot of responses. And so uh, it just kept it going. And again, they were just spur of the moment. Hey, wow, these, look at this. These, dry farm tomatoes are just gorgeous. Let's do a quick video. That's how they were done. There was no pre-planning, no scripts, no format, nothing. So I sold the store uh, last year and I wanted to get into more promoting produce and consulting, which I have to put in a plug for my good buddies over at Fresh Experts, freshexperts.com. I joined Fresh Experts and uh, I'm happy to be a part of that. 
but I wanted to do a lot more. So I got a hold of Guido, the gardener, and said, hey, let's, uh, let's, you know, let's just uh, start doing it on video. It's going to be different than radio, but let's do it. So we did a few, and I'm the cameraman, I'm the, you know, I'm the everything, and, and the editor, which I'm not really good at, so, and it needs something, it needs, it needs an injection of something, and we're working on that, we're figuring it out, and I'm working on my editing. Uh, there are videos that I have done in the studio and that's done by uh, Castaway Creative here in the Bay Area, and they do a fantastic job because I don't have to do anything but go on camera and talk about the produce. And I don't know if you saw the Mandarosa video that was done by Castaway Creative. You can tell the ones that are done in the studio. Anyway, so I figured we'll do the produce pair on video, and then maybe we'll do an audio podcast. It's all consumer-directed. It's not an industry thing. It's, uh, we've always been, uh, directed at the consumer with, you know, we, we interviewed a lot of folks, cookbook authors and a lot of celebrity chefs over the years. I still have tons of cassettes. I have to transfer over to, to, uh, digital, of, of old shows. Darn those cassettes. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, that's, that's just a time consuming project. That's like, oh, so, I was going to say that, 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 kind of stuff takes time we were talking about editing earlier and it takes a lot of time people if you think that jumping behind a mic and behind and behind the camera is easy man shout out to a lot of those people because i'll tell you what this is new for me video editing is crazy i'm learning but it's crazy dan hours to edit into a four minute video really I was, yeah i was gonna hours. say if you hours. think if you see these like i said these hour and a half movies that's why they take years to make because a single scene can be shot hundreds of times and you could find the smallest edits and be like, Oh my gosh, we got to reset. We got to redo that. Oh, we got to do that. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, there's everything, yes, everything. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is a lot of work, but I think it's fun. You know, when we first started doing the produce pair show, Guido, the gardener approached me and uh, I was working at a store and he kept saying, let's do a produce radio show. You got all the contacts, you got the radio experience. I was a rock jock in San Francisco on KCFM back in the eighties. And I did a few other rock and roll radio shows. And then I also did the Sunday night honky tonk on KMOM, which was bluegrass, rockabilly blues and, and uh, real country music at the time. So I had that experience. So he's saying, you've got the contacts, you know, let's do it. He kept bugging me for over a year. So finally I said, okay, I'm going to take him out to my buddy's radio station and we're going to record in the production room and then he can send the cassettes out and he can get all the disappointing no, 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 no from everybody. And then he'll be off my back. <laughs> we went out to that station and we recorded in the production room and lo and behold, the owner of the station was listening in on what we were doing in the production room and bursts in there and says, I want you guys on the air. And Guido looks at me and says, see, I told you. <laughs> I said, oh, no. And that's how we started that radio show. So it was completely by accident. Um, and, and, but we did well with it. And so I used the name that everybody called me wherever I went to work. Was they, They'd say, hey, there's Dan the Produce Man or Dan Dan the Produce Man. Yeah. So I said, okay, I'll use that. And he used Guido the Gardener. And so now... 
with this upcoming video series. We've recorded a few and there's a few up on YouTube, but we're going to get better at it. And we're recording it at my favorite place to shop, my old store. I was going to say, which is your old store. And the name of that store now is? Well, it was Dan's Fresh Produce when I had it. Now it's called Dan's Farmer's Market. It's owned by a, a guy named Chewy who has several years experience in produce and has the same passion for it as I do. And I'm so happy that he took it over because I have a great place to shop. But we're not, we're not staying just there. If there's, you know, we, we're, we're going to go shoot some at Pacific Rim Produce in which is actually here in Alameda. And there's a couple of guys on the Oakland produce market that asked us to come down and shoot there. So if anyone else, if you're in the Bay area and you have a produce company or a store or anything related to produce, and you would like us to shoot the produce pair videos at your location, you can contact me through my website, DanTheProduceMan.com, And we'd be happy to set that up. I was going to say too, and remember everybody, Dan is on all social media platforms. That's LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I mean, I, I can go on and on and on. I mean, Dan is out there. So there are plenty of ways to get a hold of Dan and, and checking out some of these videos too. I do recommend checking out his YouTube channel, get a feel for what's happening and really see what, what Dan's doing. Um, Dan, I, I have to tell you, I do appreciate you coming on the show today. Yeah, given your expertise within the produce and supply chain industry, I love the fact that you're so consumer-faced and trying to get people just to eat fresh produce, man. I mean, that's the goal. Eat fresh produce, right? It is. That definitely is the goal. Look, if you invest in your health today, you won't be investing in medications and all kinds of... You won't be this long, drawn-out medical drama for your kids down the road. Try and avoid that and eat good and eat healthy today. Dan, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I look forward to having you back in the near future. And until then, man, stay safe. Thank you, Patrick. Had a great time.